Welcome back to That Might Be Cool. It's the only podcast on the internet. Uh, I am Jason Hammonds, your host, and with me, as most of the time, is uh, Mr. High Speed Chase. What's up? Fresh fresh to Los Angeles, new Los Angeles native, Chase Anderson. Hey, yeah. Well, doing? dude, I've been here like a month almost. Yeah, you. I guess you moved out here a bit, but it's, it's you know, you've been, since, since the last time the audience heard from us, um, I guess you weren't on the Endgame episode, right? No, you uh, I was. That's um, we didn't do that one in order, even though how you know we tried to fool the audience. I don't think they. No, you, it. yeah, you weren't on. You weren't on Endgame. You were on Infinity War. Oh yeah, there's those are two different movies. <laughs> those are two different movies. That's right. Yeah, no, I was not on uh, <laughs> Endgame. My mistake. Come on, Chase. You don't remember? The, you don't remember the episodes that we recorded a month no, ago? No, I don't. There's too <laughs> many. We did all of them in literally like three days, but. Uh, <laughs> There's fun time. 20, 22 now, 20, what, 23 movies now? This will be the 23rd in the 23rd. MCU. 23rd. You can't yeah. keep track of them uh-huh. and then talk, you know, keep track about how much you've talked about them because <laughs> we have talked about it. We, wait, you and, you, and, you and I have talked about Endgame? Are you kidding me? In, think, in, in our life at all, we've talked yeah, about you remember? the largest cinematic event of all time. We've talked about it. Are you going to see it in the re-release, Endgame? No. Me neither. I mean, like, as much as I want to help Disney make even more money. Um, I, I love all this like underdog mentality of like, yeah, the largest entertainment conglomeration in the world is toppling the movie about a boat or no, the movie about the blue people. Yeah, which I uh, I believe they own as well. I guess yeah, now they so, do. So it's like, what, it's what's the competition? <laughs> well, it's a win-win for me too because I was like, I was like, yeah, I was expecting Endgame to beat out Avatar. Yeah, and I was like that'll be really cool. And then when it didn't, I was like, oh, whatever. Avatar was really good. Yeah, still one of my favorite movies. Is it really? I love Avatar. I haven't seen it in a long time. I had a lot of fun with Avatar when it came out. For sure, I enjoyed it, but it's definitely not a movie I've really ever tried to rewatch. I've rewatched it a couple times. Uh-huh. It's one of those movies that I like to reserve, you know, not watch a whole ton. So every yeah. time I watch it, like there's like I'm like, oh, it's like it's not fresh, you uh-huh. know, like when you first watch it. But it's still, there's a lot of stuff that you remember. You're like, oh yeah, you know, that you forgot mm-hmm. about. Yeah, it's uh, if that makes sense. I might I might try and rewatch it at some point soon. Avatar. I mean, I guess we've got you know nine sequels coming out or whatever, so I guess I'll have to rewatch it. Yeah, we got to get prepared. Is that going to be one of our mini series? Is the the road to Avatar five? <laughs> I think I think we should. I mean, m- why not? Well, it, if we do that, we could literally do that with any franchise. It's we, true. You want to do Fast and Furious? You want oh, to talk man. about every single Fast Dude, and Furious? Dude, my buddy, oh my god, I never thought about that, but yes, I want to talk about Fast and Furious every uh, day of my life. I just said that, and I was like, I just realized, I'm like, oh, I hate those movies. Fast and Furious? I like I like the earlier ones. What? Uh, not the second one. I like the first one and the fourth one, and then like the fifth one's all right, and then all the new ones are just so- Are you kidding me? Unbelievably ridiculous. Oh, that man. I'm like, un- until they got to, what, the newest one, 8? Yeah. Where it was so Eight. ridiculous that they didn't even take it seriously that I was like, all right, I guess I'm they back do, on They've board been with. doing that since, like, 5. Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. But then... Oh, my boy. I don't know. We we, we might have things to talk about with those movies. Maybe yeah, that'll be one of our miniseries. Let's do it. Let's do it. Maybe, uh, maybe leading into the ninth one. I mean, because, like, well, we, we can talk... Hobbs and Shaw, We got too. Hobbs and Shaw, but I feel like we got to wait till the ninth one comes out to really do that miniseries. Because we also... We've got the DC Universe uh, season to do. we got a lot of stuff And then the there's works. the one about the space stuff that, that, that that's going to happen. Space stuff? I don't want to say it just because we haven't talked about that yet. Oh, okay. Um, we've talked about it on the Patreon, so if anyone uh, signs up for the Patreon, they'll be able to hear about that, but... Yeah, sneak preview. Um... But no, Chase, a lot of life has happened uh, since Endgame, uh, not only in the universe of the, the MCU, but also uh, 
in our own lives. I mean, you're you're a you're a big time Hollywood actor now, Chase. You have representation. Yeah, it's a start, <laughs> you know. Uh, I'm I'm super excited. Within within a week of moving to Los Angeles, Chase got an agent. So I mean, yeah, that's that's I've record got, I've time. Yeah, uh, I've got me a commercial agent. Yeah, man. That uh, I haven't actually gone on any auditions. I have not done any work. Uh, you just officially had your orientation as of like two days ago, though. So. It was yesterday. Good, yesterday. It was Good yesterday. Little time. At the time of recording, which yeah, yeah. is uh, the third, which is um, a day late, which um, we usually see these movies mm-hmm. when they come out. Yeah. It's very uh, odd for me, at least, mm. to see you know a Marvel movie me too the dude. day after it comes out i was actually like a little aggravated with myself for not being able to see Spider-Man i know i, I, I called Home you yesterday on opening night I sorry know. i kind of segued right away from our, our personal lives it's okay to, into chase what gets we're really right chase gets really awkward talking about himself you know uh, my, my, I, I do. my supreme overlords at netflix uh made it so that i couldn't see spider-man far from home on opening night but and I, I waited i could have gone hey man you even said i could go and i was like no Chilling Adventures of Sabrina season two. It's got to come out somehow. You know, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta make those cookies. Yeah. So you know, everyone, make sure you you put it on your watch list. We're we're coming at some point. The next, the next uh, part three, aka season two. Part three. Oh, oh yeah. Because we had part one and then part two, but those are both just season one. Okay. Uh, so part three is coming. Check it out. Your boy coming Jason is uh, working on it tirelessly. Tirelessly. Anyway. That's all that aside. Uh, it's it's been a couple months since Endgame came out. We've had time to mull it over, and and there's going to be more episodes talking about Endgame probably for our Patreon. Uh, but today we're going to talk about uh, the the most international of of Spider-Man movies. Sp- what, what accent was that? <laughs> you know, that like, sounds Australian. That was man. another world. That he was never a- goes to Australia. That was just another country's international, movie. mate. Oh, I'm Tom Holland, and I'm going back to me old native oh, country of dude, London. That's the most spot-on Tom Holland accent I've ever heard. Hello, Isn't boy. It? I'm Tom Holland, and that's I'm from Britland. Uh, Britland. Uh, so Spider-Man: <laughs> Far From Home. Everywhere I go, I see his face. I just really miss him. Yeah, I miss him too. I don't think Tony would have done what he did if he didn't know that you were going to be here after he was gone. You going to be the next Iron Man now? Well, no, I don't have time. I'm too busy doing your jobs. What? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Look, keep up the good work. Because I am going on vacation. 23rd installment in the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the official closing of uh, the third phase of the MCU. Uh, directed by John Watts, written by uh, whatever the... What are their what are their guys' names? I forgot their names already. Uh, Chris McKenna and Eric Somers. But what, so what do you think? The direct sequel to Spider-Man Homecoming in the Spider-Man Home trilogy. <laughs> yeah, I think it's really interesting that they they keep using the word home. And I'm like, I'm I'm very curious to see... If, home for the holidays. Yeah, the third one. Like it, Spider-Man: on Home from the Holidays. Scale of one to ten, or let's do a percentage. Yeah, well, you know, hundred percent being you're hundred percent positive that the third installment is going to have home in it. It has to now. It has to. You're hundred percent. It has to. It's going to be home for the holidays. It'll be home home for Christmas. It'll home be alone. Home alone. I would love it to be home home alone. Uh, Spider-Man. Uh, uh, you, you can never go home. Spider-Man. Uh, homies got a fight perfect the I think sinister that's the six and he's gonna have so he's gonna have miles morales it's gonna be <laughs> spider-man homies 
Spider-Man Home and, uh, Spider-Man Home Invasion. Home Home Entertainment System. Uh, yep, you got it. Spider-Man Home Video. Um <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so directed John video. Watts. John Watts returns uh, for a second movie. He's one of very few uh, directors to uh, to do two movies in this universe. Um, so good for him, former YouTuber John Watts. What you? How do you think he did this time? Dude, he nailed it. Yeah, nailed it. Yeah, I like I said when we were leaving the parking lot, literally like five minutes ago. Uh, I was like, I want to, I want to watch this again. Like I, I liked it so much that I'm like, I'd watch it directly after watching. Yeah. it. Yeah. So. What so let's let's talk about first off we'll, we'll get into like performances and and things we loved about the movie uh, a little bit later but I think one of the things you know obviously since this is the the epilogue to to Endgame it does it does start out like that are we are we are we jumping straight into spoilers yeah oh yeah spoilers come on okay. if you're listening to this what I I I don't even. I don't even believe in spoiler warnings. We're they're just of course. Oh, you're listening right. you're choosing to play push play on a podcast about Spider Man Far From Home. If you haven't seen the movie, you're just in the Yeah, idiot. I'm sure that's in the title, right? Yeah. Just like the you title title is Spider-Man the Spider Man Homecoming. Far from spoilers, home. duh. Well yeah, like I just I just anyone's anyone who decides to listen to a podcast about a movie that they haven't seen of course there's spoilers. What are yeah. you talking about? You know what you about? should do is a Spider Man and then spoilers and then play that Billy Eilish clip where she goes duh yeah no i i'm not even gonna bother with that a that's oh, too much, come that's on, too much man. editing so good and I, me explaining it just sounded terrible i have to so edit have to i have it. to edit like four podcasts every okay couple all weeks. right all right um anyway i so so with this being literally our epilogue to endgame kind of the last in our mini series on the mcu uh what do you what do you think of how Endgame affected the MCU as a whole? At least as as far as this movie's shown. Well, I mean, it, it try, like it kind of tries to answer some of the questions people have been having, where they're like, "Oh, if someone's in one place mm-hmm. during the blip, that's what they're calling it." Yeah. What do you what do you what do you think of that? By the way, the I like blip. I liked the snap a lot better. Well, the snap doesn't make well. I mean, because because the they general public know, doesn't know about the snap, so I but get like it. the blip. It's weird. I don't know. I like that they anyway. did something different, but I don't. I don't like the blip. Yeah, I think it sounds weird. But so they they established that you reappear right in the same spot that you. Yeah. How many people freaking died? They they didn't they didn't touch on that, which is what everybody was questioning. Yeah. It's like if so, if you were in a uh, you know an airplane, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you just you're sitting there. So this is your point Here's, of view. Is you're sitting there, and then all of a sudden everything around you disappears. Yeah. and you're Just falling. Here's what I assume is that is that. Uh, was it Tony that brought everyone back? Or, no, it was Bruce. Bruce Banner yeah, brought Bruce. everyone back. So um, I assume that he, when he like when he when he snapped everyone back, it was kind of like bring them all back and bring them all back safely. And so I'm betting that you can you can stretch your logic to just be like, okay, if they were in an airplane, then it was just wherever safely. the airplane and then, would like, have landed. Every everywhere else is like, oh, someone got hit by a basketball. Yeah. on a court because they were playing their tuba or whatever. Yeah, I mean, you know, like safely. It's like, oh, that that'll be relatively fine. Let safely. me worry about yeah. the other people that. Let's were worry in about that, the people that, that would were be dying. You know, in a submarine. Yeah, and now they're drowning. Yeah, which I. Hmm. What if they? What if they were in surgery? Because what about the people? Yeah, think about this. Like the an airplane pilot, like both airplane pilots, because it, it was bound to happen. One airplane might have been out there where both pilots got snapped away, and so then everyone on that plane died. Right. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're not like and that, they're not back. I feel like that's yeah, I feel like that's so there there are casualties. There are casualties of of the snap. People actually dying. People definitely died. 
Uh, because it's not like it brought back everyone that died as a result of that. It was just the people that got snapped away. Yeah. And so anyone who died on that, on like an airplane that crashed because the pilots got snapped away, they didn't come back and everyone thought they got snapped. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone would have assumed like, oh yeah, they got snapped. They disappeared when the snap happens, but no, they're well, no, they would have been tracking like a ocean. plane and they were like, oh, the plane did crash. No, here's the thing. The, sure. Maybe they would have been tracking it, but half of they disappeared. So like, I'm sure there was tons of like, they had five years to figure it out. Like they wrote all their names on the things or whatever. Yeah. But and, it's still, uh, but they would, they would have no way of knowing who on the plane got snapped and who died in the crash. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, if you go find the crash site or something. What if it was in the middle of the ocean? I don't know, man. There's a lot of stuff. Like I was getting, like I was saying, the surgery. Saying. If you're in surgery and sure. and uh, you come back, how like oh, like if your body was in the middle of being torn up. Yeah, you were in the middle. You come back like all torn up, still well, on anest- anesthetics. Anesthetics. Hopefully, you come back in the operating room again, and it's like there's a bunch of surgeons there, and they're like, uh, I guess we got to." What if you're in the same? You're oc- occupying the same physical space uh-huh. as a building now like they tear down your building uh-huh. and they build up a wall and then you materialize the wall. in the wall Oof. and why is the well, I know, it, I know it this probably, is Spider-Man we're still not talking about Spider-Man it probably just scoot you over I guess with the snap safely I guess you know well, what if why did, why did they not so like the, the earth is in a completely mm-hmm. different spot in the solar system sure. well again he probably had it in his head like the same geographical location alright uh, yeah just what's, what's that uh, term Hmm. Uh, of suspension dis- of disbelief suspension of disbelief yeah and now it's just like a funny thing i don't know the one kid's old younger brothers they played it now. for laughs and there's even one character that yeah. um did not get blipped or snapped and he's is, super sexy now and he's yeah, and he's like a main character and that see because the, there's the weird thing is why is he still in their grade and he was super younger they were talking about they mentioned they're like oh, oh yeah, little young whatever yeah he was now he's our age uh I do. I did like that. That was a like a legit plot point. Is that there is this like hunky, sexy guy who was a like a baby, basically before yeah. you know, like a little kid. Uh, but I did feel like they glossed over it, and I'm glad. I'm glad they did because I'm like, I don't want. I don't want this movie to be just an Endgame epilogue. Yeah. Even though it kind of plays mm-hmm. off like that a little bit. And yeah, uh, it's mostly just the first act that deals with. Yeah, just like the first half of the first act. Yeah. And then they're just like, all right, we're into this, and this happened, and mm-hmm. let's continue. Yeah, this movie is very, um, you have to know a lot of stuff that's been going on Yeah, in the MCU for you to completely understand it. It's not a very good standalone yeah, story. No. There's a lot of stuff and a lot of references yeah. to Captain America and Thor, Captain Marvel, Everything. Am I missing anything? The, else? the scrolls. The, I mean, the are, scrolls. Yeah, the the scrolls are in here. I mean, we've got the there's there's a bunch of like or not a bunch, but there's those quick cuts back to previous MCU movies like Iron Man and um, Civil yeah. War. Oh yeah, and Iron Man obviously. Iron Man's yeah. one of the biggest plot points. I think it's so dope that they brought this. back the the scientist that got bullied by Obadiah. Stan. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that was that was pretty good. I mean, because that, that, well, that they, is the deepest possible cut for from this universe is to like bring back a character, an actual actor from the first movie of this universe. And it's it's crazy that I, I just thought of this. You know, every mm. single Iron Man villain from yeah. his solo movies is a result of Iron Man himself. Yeah. And now 
even the villains from Spider-Man movies yeah. were created by Tony Stark. Yeah, further proof that Tony Stark needed to die because he's a, he's a oh, he's a freaking hazard to himself and the universe around him. How many him. villains has he created? All of them. Literally, everything's his fault. Yeah, totally. No, the guy needed to die. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> like, nuts, man. The longer he lived, the more crazy villains get created. And so it's it's good that he's still, out of the picture. Still making those baddies. Yeah. Uh it, even in death he's the villain. Yeah. Or even e- even dead I'm the hero is what that stood for. Even dead I'm the villain. But yeah, now so it 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 doesn't quite it, it roll doesn't, off the doesn't, the same. doesn't work. Yeah, I guess he uh, I do like his acronym game. His acronym point. game's always strong. It's always strong. It's surprising that he wasn't the one who named Shield. You know Shield? what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because every every other acronym. It was, was his him. dad. That's the thing. His dad uh, probably came up with the acronym of Shield. Was like, uh, and that's where he got it from. Well, no, because his his well, his dad was always because they were when Tony Stark meets Phil Coulson, they're still just calling it the Strategic Homeland Intervention. That's and, been retconned. We division. went over this. What? I'm pretty sure we we should have at least on the Iron Man podcast right. from months ago, but they were calling it Shield before. Phil Coulson was really. I'm pretty sure, yeah because yeah. they they mention it because I even talk about it. They mention it in uh, Captain America too when they go in the little bunker and they're like, oh, it's Shield and uh, well, Pe- yeah, Peggy Carter said- and Howard Stark formed. Yeah, yeah well, but it, they formed they formed the, whatever it. they called it the SSR or whatever. It wasn't it wasn't Shield back when they I'm formed pretty it. sure the Shield has no, been in, said in, before. In Not- Agent Carter, it's still called the SSR. No, no, we've gone over this. Whatever, it's the. I'll, I'll prove it, and if not, I'll. Well, yeah, I'll we'll, say. we'll have a follow-up episode I'm, on I'm Patreon. Pretty sure. Anyway, what, what the freak are we talking about? Spider-Man. So, so yeah, as, as in terms of how Endgame affected it, I I really like how they deal, dealt with it. Um, I think we all thought it was going to be pretty shaky, but it actually kind of went off without a hitch. Like, there's really no big like gaps or like you know fallacies in how they explained how the universe was affected. No, they just glossed over it. Yeah. And now it's done. And this movie takes place in what, like 2023? Sure, why not? I don't know, 2020. Uh, I like it because the first Spider-Man movie made a huge mistake with uh, chronological. Eight years later or whatever. Or whatever. And this time, like, I think it's good now that they're not even going to acknowledge it. That Mm -hmm. it's like, all right, this is after this movie. Yeah. So now they're just kind of doing this, like, all right, this movie was set, you know, Ant-Man 2 was set at the exact same time. It doesn't matter what year. It doesn't matter... It's just which movie came yeah. out for yeah you know you know and you can always you can show passage of time without being like four years later you yeah know exact I mean? dates yeah so. that that's where you really screw yourself with continuity is by actually defining the amount of time that's passed um, you just gotta leave it vague yeah especially when you're in a big universe with a dumb bunch of movies and people making these mm-hmm. movies so uh, get on them for you know not screwing <laughs> that up but um, I, I I liked also that because Nick Fury. There's, there ends up being a reason for it, and I like that they gave a reason because Nick Fury is fucking incompetent in this movie. Yeah, well, they 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 say it's because he's been gone for five years and he comes back and there's he has no idea what's going on. Yeah, but stupid. It, but it ends up being like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, it's because it was, I was Talos. Like, yeah, when they came out, I was like, I was like, okay, that makes a lot more sense. That looks like it makes way more sense. Like totally. I, I would have bought the the idea that he's trying to figure everything out. Yeah, but that was just what'd you say? His name was Talos. 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 That was just his excuse for why he... Yeah, it was him just, like, trying to lie and, like, cover up, like, you know, yeah. thinking on the fly for, like, what was So happening. how... What do you think their relationship is? Nick and Talos. Like, this... They've been friends for 20, 30 years now. 
Like, yeah. did did he call him up? Has he been in contact with him this whole time? Well, the question is. I guess we'll find out later. With we'll what find do you think later. that was for? Captain Marvel two. Uh, Captain Marvel just came out. They're going to be making Doctor Strange, Black Panther. No, it's probably. I mean, I, I bet it was some kind of tease for like maybe Guardians two or or Eternals. What? Yeah, well, what is he doing? I think it could be what Eternals. Is he doing in space? It could be Eternals. I bet that's that's what it is. Is Eternals? Well, it's like so they're preparing for something. Yeah, cause, well, Eternals is the next like cosmic movie to come out. Yeah, but it's supposed to be set millions of years ago. I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there's a modern day setting in there. You yeah, know what I mean? Like yeah, you yeah. never, you never just have a movie that's set a million years ago in this universe. I would, I'd love that. I think that would be super cool. It'd be cool, but I'm sh- they they have to find. But a way I guess to tie uh, it in. aspects, you know, parts of it being like yeah. millions of years ago. It's the same as like Captain Marvel or Captain America or whatever. Any of the like period pieces end up having something that takes place today. What is it in Captain Marvel? In Captain Marvel, when Nick Fury or like, let's see. I don't I guess, think there's one. I think that's 100% set in the 90s. I guess it's, yeah, but it's still Nick Fury. Like, it's still tied into the universe. Yeah, and so I, I'm sure they'll find a way to, like, tie it in with Eternals. I don't know. I liked how we jumped clear to the end credit scene. But uh, so what did, you, what did you think of this movie? Like, what, what were your ex- expectations going in? Because that's what I want to know. Like, what did you yeah. think of Mysterio, like, before you went to see it? Like, So before I went in to see it, I figured the multiverse thing was a bunch of bullshit. Really? I did not. I didn't yeah. I didn't see that. You thought it was going to work. I I well, just I didn't think about it. Yeah. Cuz like I was thinking like yeah, he's probably a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Cuz mm. they use the multiverse thing and I was like that would be really cool, but yeah. do you think that the multiverse is still a thing? Yeah, I mean, yes. I uh, I don't think it'll ever be a thing that they really deal with until we're like 10 years from now, like until they're basically out of like out of ideas. Yeah. Save some of the big stuff for down the line. Yeah, because I also think we like we went really big recently, and so I think the last thing they need to do right now is make the universe even bigger. Uh, you know, That's I think true. I think you focus on character for a while, and 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 you know, kind of these more personal stories. Well, I like that this movie is it's like Homecoming, where it's mm. like a lot more grounded. Yeah, but it and yet it's still very it international. It's, have, it's yeah. very big, but mm-hmm. very grounded at the same time. Yeah. No, um, I, I I thought that this was great. I I I figured the multiverse stuff was going to be a bunch of bullshit. I figured, you know, Mysterio was going to, of course, end up being a villain in the movie. Um, I didn't expect it to play out quite the way it did. Um, I I was super impressed by kind of the way that they weaved it in and the way that they did make you really like Jake Gyllenhaal's character. Like I was waiting for the turn, but I was still like, damn, this guy's great. You know, yeah, that's that's the thing. It's not, you know, if he's going to turn evil. It's like how and yeah. like everything, obviously for most movies. But um, I love the way that Marvel's been doing their marketing mm-hmm. recently, like especially for Endgame, and then they they, you know, rolled it on over to uh, Spider Man mm-hmm. to where they like they don't do a lot of big reveals in the trailers. Yeah. So like when you're watching the movie, you're watching these uh, elemental fights, and you're like, you're like. All right, they're gonna beat the like the big bad one in like the what the beginning of the second act mm-hmm. or something like that. So you're like, what is the actual story yeah. to this? Like, where's this going? And uh, yeah, when they when they finally made that reveal mm-hmm. with all those callbacks to all the villains that you know uh, Tony Stark created, and that he is a master of illusions. I was mm-hmm. I was that's the one thing that I was like really curious on. I'm like, is he actually a superhero? Is he yeah. from a different dimension? Like, how is this going to play out? How is he going to be evil? They, they're they obviously not going to be doing, like, what we expect. Mm-hmm. 
you know, him being all illusions, but like, I think I like that they kind of subverted our expectations by doing exactly what he is in the comics, but making it seem like they weren't going to be going yeah. that route in the marketing. At yeah. least that was for me. No, totally. I mean, they, they, I, they did do a good job of being like, you know, I, th- I think that a lot of people were willing to be like, oh, if he's from a different universe, maybe he's, maybe this Mysterio isn't evil. And maybe yeah, yeah, you know, or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I, the whole time I was curious to see what was going to be fake and what was going to be real. And I like that this guy who's creating basically CGI monsters, that the CGI monsters essentially looked like any CGI monster from a movie. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all just like these big blobs of destruction. Yeah. He's basically just a bad, like a good CG, you know, VFX artist yeah. creating like these you know, Fantastic Four, two, yeah. Galactus, it's amazing, and uh, whatever Green Lantern's villain was, mm. just like these big nonsense, not real, actual yeah. villains. Yeah, you know, and that's I like that because it's like, you know, meta almost. It totally, it, it totally is, and it's it because it it allows you to have like the sh- the dumb bad CGI monsters, but in a way where they're actually dumb bad CGI monsters. Yeah, I uh, I I really respected the choice to tie it into the civil war illusion thing like the the tony stark therapy project or whatever yeah no that was that was brilliant and like how they show him like a very steve jobs looking you know he's got slick back hair the thing in his ear and he's got like a black turtleneck Uh and he's like he named it barf and (laughs) my uh, life's work and he named it barf i love that because it's i mean it's true like inevitably or or regardless of how you cut it that project was like someone's huge passion project, you know, whether or not that ended up being Mysterio in that universe. It's like, yeah, this enormous project, Tony Stark decided to name Barf was someone's passion was someone's huge development. Yeah. Everybody thought that Barf was going to play a huge role in Endgame or some theories um, that were talking about it. But I like Uh, that they actually it plays into this and it works perfectly because it kind of shows that like, yeah, because when we first saw it in Civil Mm -hmm. War. It's like this is really elaborate to just be, um, you know, a callback to Tony's parents or whatever. And yeah. I was like, that's kind of weird. And uh, I feel like this is like the payoff for that from way back in Civil War. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, in Civil War, I don't even think that they had any other plans for it necessarily in Civil War. It was more for them being like, hey, we want to establish this so that we can show what Bucky took away from Tony. You know, establish like yeah. these are the stakes and like his mom and the relationship that he had, his contention with his dad. And stuff, so it just served that purpose, but it's it's a great example of this movie, play, you know, to use a Breaking Bad term that they would always use in the writers' room for Breaking Bad is playing in the sandbox. You've used that on literally every single because episode. because it's 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 a and perfect term. Yeah, they're they're you know this is just a, another example you have all these toys. Yeah, brilliant Marvel is at doing that. Yeah, you know, you've got all these toys sitting around in your sandbox. Use them. You don't need to go and f- buy other toys. Like you can, you can, you have enough imagination to find a new purpose for an old toy. Yeah. Well, they they did that. I don't know. They do you think they did it a little bit too much? Because like that whole scene where he's going through and pointing out each character, and I was like, ah, this feels a little like mm. lazy almost. But I think they did it just enough that it was like, yeah, it was, like, it was getting it was a little good. expositiony. I, I, the only thing I would have wished, I would have, I wished that all of them could have tied into an existing moment because it was only the first two that really had anything to do with actual moments that were like yeah. uh around and the other and then the rest it was like kind of just being like oh yeah and then yeah, you they, created it's just the implied illusions. that they are other people that tony stark has screwed up 100 percent. so um yeah and so I, I 
I wish it could have had a little bit more. Like if if they had just brought like someone in, you know, and being like, and you, you did the thing with the whiplash stuff from Iron Man two or whatever. The, you know, like yeah. See, but that that would be too much. They're like, oh, that's it, fair from every single movie. Like they did two, and I was expecting more. Yeah, and then it was like, no, nah, it's just those two. It yeah. was the. What was no, the fair. second guy? I keep forgetting. I'm trying to so, remember. So well, the first is Jake Gyllenhaal, and then the second guy is the guy from the first Iron Man. I thought that was the there's a third guy, the one that was the bus driver. No. And they show a callback with him. No, they don't. They didn't show a callback with him. I'm like 50% sure. They didn't. They did, because he was doing something, not like his... I'm, I'm pretty sure. They didn't. Dude, well, I, I want to rewatch it, because I know the guy with the gray hair... They we'll show talk, him we'll he was just kind of like standing in the background of somewhere. He wasn't like as prominent. Oh, that guy with the gray hair. It's it's definitely possible. We'll talk about it on a Patreon episode ah, in the future. This is killing me. I'll, if I if I can remember it, I'll, yeah. I'll bring it back up. Um, no, I I I'll tell you, Tom Holland killed it in this movie. He yeah, was no, he, he's so, pretty good, so good, dude. His um awkwardness mm-hmm. never ends ever. The ending when he's like he gets the girl. He's still awkward. I love that. Like their first two or three kisses looked really weird. Yeah, the, yeah. Because it was I mean? like usually they like they just go straight into like the you yeah know, the, the romantic that shot where they're like the kissing when the sunset like mm-hmm. uh, Andrew Garfield and yeah. Emma Stone. And yeah, this was just like, and they're still awkward. They like still don't even really know each other. Yeah. that much. Totally. So well, and I like. I, I also like that because the, the thing that always happens is people play totally against the trope where it's like, you know, they go to kiss and then a bird shits on their face or something like that, you know, like where they totally undercut it. Whereas this oh, one, yeah, it was yeah. like, it was still a romantic moment. It preserved the heart of it, but it managed to also be uncomfortable and awkward and subvert. Like It the, was very like, tropiness like, uh, yeah, like teenager. Exactly. Kind of like stuff. Exactly. And that, and that is because it does feel very much like a teenage romance. Yeah, exactly. Like, and at the beginning when mm-hmm. he's like, trying to win her over yeah. and there's another guy that's like so relatable 100%. to like high school and like Always. you know when you know when you're like there's another person mm-hmm. talking to the what if she the likes girl. them more yeah, yeah and then they're talking and you see them and you're like ah because yeah. he he tries to sit next to her on the plane and it doesn't work out and the mm-hmm. other guy ends up sitting it's like ah yeah so i'm like i don't know for me i was like that that's relatable that has happened mm. i'm like, pretty and sure to everybody but. i do i do also like the little moments of 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 um of like awkward wokeness from him in this when he's like when he's like is she texting him and he's like wait no i shouldn't i shouldn't look at her phone that's bad that's bad that's not good (laughs) (laughs) i was like yeah you go peter you know you know what's right you're you're getting there bud i don't know dude i don't think i could i would be able to stop myself i'm like i'd be like sure i'd be like no i don't look at it but that's the thing i would end up looking at it same and and that's that's the thing is like that it's it's a little example of like no Peter Parker is actually a very good kid you know what I mean like he, yeah. he's got a more self control and like heart than well he Peter. did almost kill him sure he did the same thing he did with uh, instant kill yeah. in the first one where yeah. he's just like yeah let's do it is he the target uh yeah he's very what do you call it when you don't think about something impulsive impulsive thank you I can never think of words <laughs> that's difficult. And uh, yeah, he's very impulsive, and he's just like, uh, sure. And he's like, uh, unaware. Yeah. And, like he's like, I don't know, like thinking about the consequences. Yeah. So no, he's he's and, a yeah, that's, jump he's first. Naive, you know. Yeah. He's very yeah, he's very jump first kind of. But dude, and speak. So actually, I don't know why that conversation reminded me, but now I we have to talk about the the Mysterio, like the big Mysterio sequence with Peter, the fight, the, the first one, the fake fight. Oh, dude, like that was unreal. 
Like, like I was not expecting anything yeah. like that to be like because it, it was very reminiscent of uh, the Doctor Strange mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yeah, because it's all illusions. Yeah, and uh, dude, it was freaking it's brilliant amazing and like gorgeous looking and i was like this is like something that you would and a lot of it was looking like they were pulling from actual Mm -hmm. like covers yeah of the comic books and like it looked reminded me of playing the game on the playstation 2 Mm -hmm. where it was just all crazy stuff i'm like this is like a game this is like yeah artwork when it was played so well it was played so well where you like don't quite know where the illusion started you know yeah. Like when he first goes to like talk to Nick Fury or whatever, like you don't know quite where it starts. And then even like every time that you think he's out of it, like he's not quite out of it. And then the the sort of fake out when you think Nick Fury shot him. But right away, you know, you're like, there's no way that the villain's going to be defeated by just Nick well, Fury showing up. And I don't know. I thought for a second. Really? I was like, I was like, oh. oh, shoot. I'm like, he survived again. And then like immediately after I was like. Wait a minute, and then he's like, mm. "Where are the kids?" And I was like, "All right, obvious." Yeah, exactly. And my, I was like, "Don't be so stupid, man!" But yeah. he's so desperate to protect his friends that he would believe that. My storytelling brain was like kicking in, where I was like, "This doesn't feel like because because you always need your hero moment in the climax, where like Spider Man needs to be the active protagonist to take down the villain." Mm-hmm. And so when it was just like Nick Fury shoots him, I was like, "Yeah, no, that's not. There's no way." Well, because yeah, for a second I was like, "All right, where's yeah. the story going now?" Because I didn't know where it was going totally. before. Yeah. So. And so, yeah, it could have been a thing where, like, some other sort of surprising thing happens and another real villain emerges yeah, or something, you know? exactly, so... It's, it totally... And there was a part of my brain that was like, oh, I mean, maybe he is dead and something so else is about to happen. It's it's so creative of yeah. Marvel, you know, like I said before, their marketing, to just mm-hmm. be like, to make it seem like you don't know what's going on, even yeah. though it's a big movie. And it was really refreshing to see a different kind of villain for yep. Spider-Man. Yep. Like, the whole... Because I always love... Like, there's always, like, uh, villains that are, like strength of her strength and a lot of the yeah. times in these marvel movies it's black panther versus gold black panther yeah and it's iron man versus another iron man yeah. and it's you know they they mimic their villains and spider-man hasn't done that at all yep. with vulture and now with this one it's like it's not him versus another strong enemy it's him versus yeah it's not him versus venom it's yeah, him it's, versus vulture or mysterio or like weird yeah well Myst- mysterio is like it's not a fight it's like yeah him versus like this guy's tricks and yeah. and yeah and everything and he doesn't have to he's not going to beat him by punching him he's going to beat him by seeing through his ruse yeah which i didn't see coming at the end when like he's dead on the ground mm-hmm. and i was like oh crap i was like what's going to happen hands him the glasses and i was like it can't be like that he's not going to turn good yeah but they kind of make you think that he's going to turn good because they make him a likable guy and he seems very regretful to have to kill peter yeah and when he dodges the bullet i was like did not see it coming. And that that was such a good moment because I it took me a second to figure out what had happened. For yeah. a second I thought that he had like caught a bullet from yeah. the drone or something. That's what I thought. Yeah. And then you're like, oh no. Like he was it's and, and he's he's figuring he's out like, his he's spider still sense. Still doing those yeah. Everybody was wondering, I'm like, where are is his spider sense? Yeah. Like he doesn't have it in the first one. He has it for a second yeah. in Infinity War. Yeah. He's still trying to like kind of feel and it out. And now they've kind of like, all right, apparently he lost his spider sense. Which I felt very much like uh, Spider-Man 2 when he kind of loses his powers for no reason. Yeah. It was just like out of nowhere, out of left field where they're like, oh yeah, his spider sense isn't working because Aunt May threw a banana at him and he's he well, working that, through that emotions. That was just a sign that he was, that he was kind of saying like it hadn't been working for a while and that was just a sign of it. And I get it. You know, it's like, yeah, stress and like his brain's clouded. He's distracted and, Do, you know. They hmm. don't ever have that scene from the commercials. Which one? Where he's in the Iron Spire suit, and he helps the cops out. 
I don't even know that one. I don't know. I haven't watched that many of the trailers. Yeah, no, there's a whole sequence where uh, the cops say, good job, yeah. Spider-Man, and... And that's pretty common. And he says he's going on... Yeah, no, it's a whole... Yeah, I just realized that. Oh, so yeah. I just oh, I got you. Yeah, when he's like, I'm going on a vacation or whatever. I'm and he's like, but guys, I'm too yeah. busy doing your guys' job. Yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. like, oh! Yeah. It's, it seems like that oh. was probably... Because the first act on this movie did drag a little bit, I think. And I, that was certainly a first act scene. So it's like, they probably just were like, all right, we have to cut out whatever's not super important to have here. That's true. Because they introduce him. And yeah. I remember you leaned in and said, man, that Iron Spider costume looks way better than it, it has so before. much better dude it was amazing how they were with the flashes yeah so like the, he looked normal in normal lighting and then when they f- did the flashes from the cameras mm-hmm. it kept showing like all the imperfections yeah and all the smudges right in the metal and i was like that is brilliant freaking mm-hmm. graphic or vfx yeah you know and it was so much it just it looked, looked so good it looked so much more tactile and real than well i guess they only had to do Infinity that War one scene yeah, with the Iron Spider. Well, but so even like especially the close-ups, because the close-ups was where it really fell apart for me in Infinity War and in Endgame, where it's like you're close up on Peter and it's just shiny and it's sleek and it's like it looks a little flat. Whereas in this one, it like you can kind of see like underneath some of the plates a little bit and like and yeah. I don't know if they maybe they made like a an actual real like at least like the chest piece and neck piece so that know. for the close up shots it would look more legit but it all like around more it looked cool. actual functional yeah like a suit because yeah because I know like with Iron Man they have a lot of the shots where he's like wearing kind of like a chest piece like yeah. over his shoulders and chest like football pads almost uh, so that for the close ups it looks a little better. But well, it looks more mechanical. Yeah, like Iron Man's suit in Infinity War is the worst one yep, he's ever worn because it's like a bodysuit and the metal bends. Yeah, and I was like, that doesn't look good. And they fixed it in the mm. End Game to make it look very more functional. And I think they did the same thing with this one because yep. they gave him like the shoulder pads that kind of like sit on top of the exactly. other pieces. And it makes it, such a huge difference. It looks so much better, yeah. and it's still and his necks. He's got three different layers of. Things yeah, moving kind of fold in his... underneath, like yes. the, the little between the webbing kind of. It's like plates, like separate plates that kind of fold underneath themselves yeah. when and he you moves. You could see him when his uh, his helmet was off, and he had, yeah, you could see around his neck, and there was just three different layers, and they were yeah. moving independently of each other. And I was like, this looks really good. Yeah. So, and uh, yeah, what did you think of the suits? Four different suits. Four different in suits. This movie, Quite a lot. Movie. I liked. I liked how um, the shield suit that they gave him. It's like it's cool and everything. But it, you can tell, like, it's very much their, like, cheap attempt at trying to approximate a Spider-Man suit, you know? Like, it looks kind of bulky and shitty and a little awkward, but it's well, still it sleek and cool. it zips up in the middle, yeah. and uh, it's just like a ski mask yeah. kind of thing with his eyes. They were trying to keep him secret. I'm like, okay, making Took it... Took him bulk, the same eyes, it just, yeah. It ga- same eyes, webs. I'm like, it's pretty obvious that that's Spider-Man yeah. in a different suit. Yeah. And they call him Night Monkey for some reason. Yeah. And... uh I love it. So I mean, it makes sense it why MJ would be able to figure it out. But yeah. dude, imagine those kids. Everywhere they go, they go to a different country. Yeah. Three different times. No matter where they t- go. And get attacked. It's like something suspicious Something's is weird going with on. Because I'm like, it's like, I, if I was one of them, I'd be like, dude, like we were there and then it happened. And then we went to freaking Prague or Belgium. Yeah. Where do they go? Prague, yeah. And it happened there. Yeah. And then we went to London and it, there was another one. Yeah. And I was like, I would get super this, this suspicious. This after going to DC and being attacked there too. Yeah. You know, and it's like, like, and then some Spider-Man shows up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I was waiting for like all the kids to like find out. And yeah. I was like, Flash and a, the Asian kid, the young one that's old now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The sexy boy. Yeah. I, the, I think, and that's why I think the post-credits thing of like Spider-Man's identity being revealed I uh, was a good move because like 
if he was if he still had a secret identity after all this stuff like that would be it'd be, it'd be such a stretch of logic yeah, i feel like it would have someone would have like slipped it and they like, had to. gotten yeah. a picture or something because he has his mask up a lot and they're like oh all these people have already seen you without a mask yeah, on. Yeah. and i was like at the very beginning i thought he was gonna forget because he when he's leaving Same, yeah there's he, so many he, moments where you think he's he about to He turns walk around without his mask on as he's walking out the door, and then he goes through a curtain yeah, and puts yeah. his mask on. And I was like, I thought he was going to forget and turn yeah. around into the light. I don't know if that was on purpose. Do you think that was an I think intentional it was just to make to, you think that he was going to accidentally slip yeah. his identity? Because it adds a little more like interest and tension into the scene. That's like very. It's a pretty innocuous scene when they're talking, yeah. and I think it's just like yeah, anything you can do to like give it a little more tension, a little more discomfort. Yeah, because it's I was great. Like, I thought I was like he's yeah. just going to mess it up, and I I was very curious to see if they were going to do that because I'm like in the MCU nobody has secret identities. Yeah. Well, and I think I think you know what I think they were also playing that a little intentionally because the setup for that scene is almost identical to when Spider-Man reveals himself in the Civil War comic. It's oh, a press conference, the there's photographers out there, suit. you know what I mean? He's wearing the Iron Spider suit, and then he... T- or no, actually, in that in the comic, he's wearing the traditional suit. Even though he's already worn the Iron Spider suit, he came back in the traditional suit to unveil his oh, identity. I think as I remember like that. Thing. But yeah, he does... In the Civil War, he yeah. wears the Iron Spider suit. Totally. Most of the time. But in the, yeah, and this it was like the same setup for when he reveals his identity in, in the Civil mm. War comic. And so I think they were playing with that and like All trying right. to make you think... Um, well, what what do you think is going to happen now that his identities? Because like no other movie has had so many like never he's never had his identity revealed to the world. Yeah, yeah there's like two or three people in each movie. Mm-hmm. There's like a handful. I think. Well, first off, let's talk about how it was revealed. So J. Jonah Jameson at, via Alex Jones, like the the Alex Jones version of J. Jonah Jameson, also played by J.K. Simmons oh again. Gosh, dude, that was incredible. Yeah, like I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Apparently, you were. Um, I accidentally got that spoiled for me before the movie, which sucks. I'm I, glad that that didn't happen because it was pretty cool. Because I before before this uh, came out, like a few weeks ago, myself and, and a friend of mine, Chad, we were talking about it. And he asked, he was like, do you think they would just bring J. Jonah Jameson in? That seems like something they might do. I would say no. It, I, I said that. I was like, dude, there's no way Kevin Feige... He, he like he's a nerd. He's a continuity nerd. There's no way he would accept like having a carryover from a different universe in this thing. Dude, it almost breaks the fourth wall. Totally. When I saw that, I was just like, it was like Deadpool talking to the camera. Yeah. It was like, uh, I was like, wait a minute. I think it's at least aided. so good. I think it's at least aided by the fact that instead of the typical J. Jonah Jameson look, he's basically doing the Alex Jones look. I think it just gives it a little more separation. He's bald and he doesn't have like the Hitler mustache and all that stuff. That's true. Well, he does the exact same character. Yes. He talks and he's so good at it. Yeah. When he says Spider-Man. Yeah. He's like menace. And I was like bringing back him mm-hmm. and calling him a menace is like and then you said that right it was like all right now spider-man's a bad guy yeah because you know mysterio yeah, he's a public menace that's what mysterio's plan was like mm-hmm. at the very end was do you think he's actually dead do you think mysterio, he's dead i think somehow? he is i mean because like he says at the end well i don't remember his line but it was something like now they're all gonna know or something yeah. like that and i was like or they'll believe anything yeah they'll believe anything yeah he says you'll believe anything so he lies and says that spider-man and i I really, last ditch effort to yeah i really like this setup um honestly i think it's very interesting it's it's a really kind of like the the um the snap in end or in infinity war it leaves or sorry the the resolution in endgame it leaves a lot of very interesting stories to tell i think this is the same way it's chaotic and you sit there and go how the hell do you get out of that 
uh, and that's perfect. That's the exact question you want to be asking going into another movie is like, how the hell do you get out of that? You know? Yeah. Like, what's going to happen? Because like, it makes literally, you... we're talking about it right now yeah. on, on a podcast. Yeah. It will, and it forces, like, if you're one of the writers on the next Spider Man movie, it forces you to get creative. Like, you have to go, we don't know how to get out of this. So let's actually think instead of being like, all right, we'll do another, you know, typical Monster of the Week superhero movie. We have to go, we have to deal with the fact that everyone thinks he's like a terrorist and 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 that they all know who he is it changes things up because everybody loves spider-man yeah you know so now everybody hates him and and a lot of the times with movies like this you know where you mm -hmm. bat you write yourself into a corner yeah a lot of writers are really good and that's where you get great stories but that's also there's examples of that where they do something like that and then the next movie they they undo it in like two seconds and they're like don't worry about that. Oh, and that's even happened in this universe before. Yeah, I, mean, I can't think of an example right now. Well, I, look, you've got Iron Man three, where he where he gives up being yeah, Iron okay. Man, and then the very beginning of of Age of Ultron, he's got a million suits and he's like, you know, launching rockets. Either yeah, like, see, and that's that's an example of like lazy. And they're like, um, I want to tell a different story. Wait, Chase, are you saying that Joss Whedon might have possibly done some lazy writing? I I do like uh. Age of Ultron. More I like Age than, of Ultron too more than most people. Yeah, the, yes, but. there is a little bit of lazy writing. And Joss, lazy, we, yeah, it, he was under a lot of stress. I know, sure. and a lot of different people telling him he has to do a lot of. It's an Avengers sure. a sequel. That's why so I understand. There should it, never be an auteur doing an Avengers movie. I, I firmly believe that. I don't think there should ever with the team up movies. There should never be a single writer director handling those movies. It's too much for one person. It's just too much. Yeah. So. Um, that's why the Russo brothers, along with Marcus and McFeely, are it's a it's the great type of configuration to have on these movies. Um, yeah. So anyway, uh, but no, I I really really like the potential for this this not only just the J Jonah Jameson of it all, but the fact that like this is and and it's a it's a cliche to say, but it's a very current type of story to tell. You know, it's it's a, about misinformation. It's about fake news. It's about how people with a large presence can immediately disperse you know vast misinformation that guides people the wrong way i mean in a very direct way where it's very clearly they're just ripping or riffing on alex jones but it's the same type of thing right like so many people will believe that sandy hook was an inside job by the government because alex jones said it so much you know what i mean yeah yeah no yeah and that's basically J. jonah jameson he's just he's just sitting here going yeah talking like trying trying to to get you know viewers uh Mm -hmm. Clicks Attention, or it clicks. Or yeah. I like how everything's so relevant, mm-hmm. too. Um, I was thinking about it at the very end when he's jumping around um, texting and taking selfies. I'm yeah. like, that's very what a Spider-Man 16-year-old would do yeah. today. Totally. Um, and like, uh, what, I was thinking about uh, The Amazing Spider-Man. And I was like, that one didn't seem real. Yep. Like, it was very Hollywood high school. This yeah. seems like the most realistic high school. 100%. Um, probably movie. I've I've seen I was, despite the fact that it's about Sp- Spider Man and totally it's crazy stuff I'm like it's very because yeah the the real. Mark the Mark Webb movies the Amazing Spider Man movies it is so much of like it's a very idealized like yeah like you said Hollywood high school you know it's it's very 500 days of summer it's not yeah like people standing around in a circle while Flash bullies someone mm-hmm. and sticks his face in the pudding or whatever yeah and I was like I've never seen that like I don't yeah. even think that's ever happened yeah but then you've got Flash Thompson in this universe where he's just like a, a dick yeah and I'm he's like just that's the kind dick. of bullying I've yeah. seen it's like it's just like like not like shove your yeah shove it's, it's just someone passive. in a locker it's passive like yeah you're a dillweed or whatever you know like just like yeah, doing just calling people names and being like yeah. just a dick basically yeah. but no it's it's very rare for someone to just be like yeah I'm gonna 
I'm gonna shove your face in pudding constantly. Like yeah, I'm like shove someone in a locker room and like never get in trouble. And like yeah. every all the other kids are totally okay with it. Yeah, like, that's not gonna like no. he's gonna get in trouble. Someone's gonna see that. Yeah, and yeah, this this whole universe, this high school is like really cool to see Spider Man mm-hmm. still in high school and still doing all this stuff, and um, not in New York. Yeah, that was super cool. And when I I'm saw the trailer, I was like, I was like, that's a little weird. But I'm like, we have seen what is it, five, six movies now, New York? Yeah. And, uh, well, seven, counting uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, it's set abroad, and I was like, yeah, it's very contained, but it's still a very big mm-hmm. movie. No, I, I, I love, like, I really, I hope John Watts does whatever the third movie is, because I would really like to see a complete trilogy from, from him, you know? I know it's, for any director, it's got to be tough, like, going back to someone else's stories over and over again, you know, and essentially spending a decade of your life telling someone else's story. And so of course, if John Watts doesn't want to do the third one, then by all means, but like to see, to see him pull off like a a full trilogy with this character, keeping him in high school, like, you know, and, and, and kind of finishing off this phase of Spider-Man's life. And especially in this universe, like I, I would really like to see what he does. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you watch Iron Man one, Iron Man two and Iron Man Mm -hmm. three, um, I guess, well, I'll say the Iron Man 3 is... Very different. Very different, yeah. yeah. So it's nice to see this movie being like so similar to the first one, yeah. yet its own thing. Yeah, it's playing on the same tone, but, but it's, it's totally like Yeah, exactly setting. same tone, yeah. but it's something completely different. And yeah. like he nailed it. Like he's, yep. he's killing it on, uh, you know, him and whatever his team is, all these people, because, you know... Yeah, the writers the village. That, that are on it, totally. So... The editors. Yeah, I... You know, here's one thing. This is a subtle thing that I noticed, but it's... To me, it's a it, it's another one of those sort of like signs of the changing times. So, with actors like Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Cruise and a lot of actors before, when they're playing this sort of heroic role, uh, there's so many notorious cases of like, all right, we got to get these, uh, you know, uh, egg crates down for them or whatever, and elevate them up so that when they're standing next to the actress, they look like they're the same height or taller or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Zendaya, pretty tall actress. Yeah, I noticed a couple times. There are quite a few times. She's she. She looks taller than Tom Holland in those in those shots. She is. And she she definitely is. But like what I mean is that they didn't hide that in this movie. They weren't trying to hide it. Well And I like that. That's true. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't think of that but because uh, the most obvious shot is when he's talking to her to mm. go down outside before he reveals his identity. Mm. And she opens the door and she's like She's very tall. Because yeah. I think she's I, I actually looked this up like two days ago because I was mm. curious. She's five ten and he's like five seven. Yeah, he's short. Which also is like it helps the whole he's in high school thing, the fact that he is like a very short person. Yeah. And I, he's not gonna be getting any taller. Probably not. So like he's obviously the shortest Spider Man and they, they play on that mm. a lot. But yeah, so I think the the third one, I I kind of feel like I've they're getting very mature mature as yeah. actors. So I'm like it's probably going to be senior year and yep. they'll be graduating. 100%. But Tom Holland's down to play Spider Man forever. He loves it. Yeah, and uh, he's definitely going to be. This movie definitely shows that he's going to be the new center yeah. of Marvel. Yeah. So you've got Iron Man was the center, and uh, now they're basically making. Tom Holland, the new Robert Downing Jr. I think that's possibly. where they're trying to go. I think I think they're possibly, doing with that, with that character as well. I think there's a part of Marvel Studios that doesn't want to fully do that just from a control aspect. They don't want to give. I don't think Marvel Studios wants to give Sony too much power, and so I think that you'll see a bit of an attempt to kind of like split it between their most popular remaining characters. Like I think it'll be a combination of 
Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Captain Marvel. Well, yeah, it's there's going to be a new Trinity. Yeah, I guess. I think they'll they'll basically be the same. The new Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor is going to be Spider-Man, Black Panther, and and Captain Marvel. <sighs> Not a big fan of Captain Marvel. I like Captain Marvel yet. Yeah, like I like I didn't like her in the movie. Like, I have a lot of very mixed emotions about that, and I never got to mm. explain them in the <laughs> podcast because I left. I wasn't able to be on that uh, episode. But I am hoping that there is room for character development yeah. with her because I'm like, I'm like, I didn't like it, but I'm like, okay, it's here's the, the thing: it's the beginning of a very long story. Exactly, and and here's the, the thing for me is um, in the Born Identity, there's not a lot of like, oh man, I really like Jason Bourne as a person. Because he's trying to figure out who the hell he is and what's going on and who he can trust. And so I, I don't find the complaints about Captain Marvel character-wise uh, super valid because she doesn't know who the hell she is for most of that movie. And so, of course, we're not going to get like, oh, fun I, Captain Marvel. I know. I, I get it. It's the same reason I didn't like, um, I don't know, there was, freak, I thought it would come to me, but it totally didn't. <laughs> um, there's, <laughs> you know when you do that? When you're like, okay, when you start talking, I, I can't you, remember you, it, but I'm like, it'll it'll come to me when I'm by like, the time when I, I, when I get the there, sentence, and then yeah. I'm like, I never got there. It's how I approach every uh, song I listen to, like or or like any karaoke song I'll do. I'll like start out, I'm like, don't remember the next line, but I'm pretty sure by the time I say the words leading up to Dude, those, it, it'll be it, there. That works. It does work for music. Yeah, but there there is a character. There's a movie in the MCU. Um, I'm pretty sure it was it was probably Iron Man. Let's say it was Iron Man three. I was like, I don't like where his character is at the end of the Iron Man mm. 3 or whatever, but um, then it like makes sense later. Yeah. I was like, okay, character development. Same thing with Captain America. I didn't like him in the first one, but then I was like, okay. Yeah. And then he's like this, and then he's like this, yeah, it's like and he's like this, and now he's like a very likable character. And I'm like, I really hope mm. that um, she'll be able to pull that off. Yeah. Which I've heard she's a terrific actress. She is. Um, she's, I don't know, a little controversial behind the scenes but I th- we'll that's, see, that's not as important man all to... that the 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 quote-unquote behind the scenes stuff I've, I've watched a lot of those like videos and stuff like that i think that is a lot of smoke and no fire i don't know she's she's very full of herself the the way she snapped at chris hemsworth and i know chris hemsworth he's uh but i think that was i i still i still where she think... goes thank you very much i was like all right tone it down i think that was that was so joking that was so well casual. she's bad at it because she came across as very full of herself I, and I'm like, I'm like, I was like, okay. I don't know. I tone, think, tone it down. You're coming across. I think. If, I think. I don't know what your intent is, but you're coming across. I bad. think if Chris Evans and if, the if internet Chris, agrees, I have read a lot of comments and a lot of videos. I, no, part of the internet agrees. The other yeah, part. part no, yeah, a lot of people disagrees. do. A lot of people. A lot of people do, but a lot of people vehemently disagree. Yeah, this no, is the thing. I mean, it's, it's all about the circles that you yeah, go. But if in. you got you got Chris Hemsworth over here, everybody. How, can Look, you find ha, is half the fans of Chris Hemsworth or the uh, Thor? Chris Hemsworth is not a woman. Okay. No, for real. You can't deny we live in a time where... Everybody loves Scarlett Johansson as uh, Black (sighs) You haven't haven't read a lot of the comments. I have. Everybody loves her. No, it's not true. Uh, She is definitely not as bad as Brie Larson. If if Chris Evans Evans said the same thing, then people would be like, ah, Chris Evans joking around with Chris Hemsworth. The way she says it? Yes. If he'd been like, thank you very much, you'd have been like, ah, Chris Evans. No, she's like... I've 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 seen some other stuff. Anyway, I don't want to get too into it right now. Maybe maybe we'll do some other episode, and you guys can check out my my full thoughts on that. <laughs> but yeah, right now we're uh, we're Spider Man, and uh, yeah, um, I I I really I feel like we've touched a lot on 
most everything in the movie. Sure, it's the epilogue to Endgame. Yeah, we we've kind of covered all of it. Oh, you want to um, talk about like the performances of Jake Gyllenhaal's performance as uh, great. Mysterio? So great. I he does great as being a good guy, mm-hmm. psycho, and brilliant villain. When he was when he was wearing the glasses for the first time, I couldn't help but thinking, man, he he might have made a really good Tony Stark. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh, that would okay. be interesting. So this thought popped into my head uh-huh. when he put the glasses on. Uh-huh. I was like, maybe this is Peter Parker from the future, from a different dimension. And I was like, oh, that's com- that's nonsense. That's not- that is nonsense. Um, but that 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 is a very interesting thing. It could have been like a whole I, clone saga thing. Well, that's why I'm like, I'm like, this, they did so good of like <laughs> making me like, I don't know what's going on. This is is it going to be this? Is it going to be this? Yeah. Nope, I'm completely wrong. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it is. He's a yeah. In every scene, you're kind of just he makes no the idea. thing, and it's like, oh man, the way they they worked him in mm-hmm. and everything, and great villain, absolutely great. Top villain. top ten. <laughs> top. Yeah, I mean, the, like Spider Man. So far, the Spider Man movies are hitting it out of the park with villains. Like, yeah, way... two for two, man. Their villains have been the two of the best in the MCU. Yeah, which isn't saying much. And but they it's have still great costumes. Impressive. Both of them have great True. comic accurate. True. I mean, Vulture's a little. But Vultures, Vultures, I think, is almost the perfect adaptation of a ridiculous comic book. Exactly. Costume, where you, go, you keep all the elements, but you still make it work. Well, freaking the way they did Mysterio, where his, like, his costume is ridiculous, but it's, it's supposed ri- to be. It's ridiculous by design. Yeah. They're like, I've got capes and lasers and this. Mm-hmm. I look, because everybody was saying he looks like a mix between Iron Man and Thor. Yeah. I think that's even a line in one of the yeah, trailers. Yeah, Flash Thompson said that, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and I was like, he does look like that, yeah. but it's like they did that on purpose, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's brilliant!" I love it. I love it. Um, so good, so creative. They killed it. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's a it's a hell of a movie. I mean, this is. I I hope that I hope that all Marvel sequels uh, uh, aspire to 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 do something like this. Now, I'm not saying tonally or story wise or anything like that, but to kind of break the plot a bit. And then figure it out from there, and 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 do something that's not just like oh yeah, and then he fights the villain and whatever you know, like to actually try something different to get you out of your comfort zone, you know, narratively. Um, yeah, not very. This wasn't very Marvel formulaic. Yeah, like Marvel has a formula, and Spider Man has been completely. Yeah, and it's the, not the Marvel formula. Totally, and this this is still very definitively like a a you know sort of hero's journey three act movie, but it doesn't. It's not hitting all of the sort of the Marvel, you know, sugar coating on top of that three act formula. Yeah. You know, it it did something a little different, which I think Homecoming also did. Um, yeah, I mean, just just a hell of an enjoyable movie. Freaking Marissa Tomei killing it again. I love the John Favreau yeah. thing with her, and she is crazy hot. I like it's it's she absurd. Is, she is yeah. It her what is she doing? Like, is she a Spider Man spokes? person so i think she was like she was like raising money for something and then she she's just using spider-man to help raise that money like she's not a spider-man that's very suspicious it's it was like a salvation army thing and then but then they got spider-man to like help yeah bring i don't donations. know what she was doing and they might have said but uh also can we talk about the uh how dirty some of these jokes were in uh the fact oh, like that, when, it, when he's like it's it's tight in the web shooter that the, yeah the old web shooter and i was like i was like you laughed and i was like that's disgusting. <laughs> I, I if that's what they were it. going for, like that is the worst joke Tight I've ever in heard. The old in... web shooter. No, it's perfect because then kids aren't really gonna like catch on to that. Oh no, that's gross. That's and like great. the fact that he like there was this weird scene. So they kind of had this weird road trip mm-hmm. movie going on. Yeah, where it was like nothing was really going on except for like big wise. But he's like, 
almost killed the other kid, and then he's get caught with his pants down with some <laughs> t- older woman. And yeah. I was like, I was like, this is very like I don't know, um, National Lampoon. I mean, vibe it's, it, going on in this movie. Yeah, but very toned sec- down. Very toned. Yeah, down. yeah, but like the whole like, oh, well, we're on a rid- ridiculous road trip and this and that, and oh, we're getting upgraded. I and love I was it. like, I was like, I, I do like that like kind of mini sub genre. Yeah. yeah, it was going for a second, and then they're like, all right, now we're gonna get into the the and superhero movie because I, I was think, waiting for the superhero stuff to yeah. start. Because I I, I, I was I enjoying this it. Thought, I had this thought during the movie where it's like they basically are going all right. It's it's kind of a two thirds thing where it's like okay, two thirds of this movie is going to be like, you know, this this sort of like whatever tone or whatever genre we're trying to hit, like comedy or like espionage or whatever. Two thirds of the movie is going to be that genre that we're going to try and kind of work into here, and then the other third, yeah, it'll be your standard fare Marvel stuff. And and I like that it's kind of that balance where it's like, yeah, they're just throwing in different stuff. Yeah, we're just like it's kind of it's just the ebb and flow where it's like okay, cool, if you can just give us. Even half, you know, like half this movie, if we can spend on like fun comedy, coming of age, whatever stuff, and then we'll give you the other half where it's fights and special effects and whatever, you know. Well, and it it helps that these movies are, what was it? It's like two hours long. Yeah. It's a pretty long movie um, because a lot of the times the, you know, studios restrict the time because like Justice League, they're like, we need that under two hours. And you know the runtime on Justice League, by Mm -hmm. the way? One hour, fifty nine minutes, and fifty nine seconds, according to my voodoo. There was probably I feel um, bad for the editors on that movie because there were probably a few instances where they were like, "All right, just take this scene and pull a frame out of every single shot," and that is always an editor's nightmare because then it just ruins all of the timing that everything you set up. Yeah, I know. I uh, I have made videos where I it's yeah mm-hmm. on small stuff where you're just trying to yeah. make it flow, and then they're like, and you're like, "All right, you the song's not long. The song's awful." Not long enough, so I have to cut down some stuff, and uh, it's like, oh no, it it threw off the the beats. And, yeah, one yeah, one terrible. frame can make a huge difference because sometimes you know it's like in a conversation, a character delivers a line, and you're seeing the reaction of of the character to whatever line is delivered, and there's there might be like a slight eye movement right at the end, you know, right before you cut or something, and if you cut that one frame out where the eye twitches or moves or something like that, it has a totally different feeling when you cut away. You know, like it's it's that crazy is, to see how much that happens. Editing is, I don't know. Yeah, I I only know editing because I've done a little bit of it, but mm-hmm. I'm like, so I don't know if there's other stuff that's important as well. I'm sure there are. There's tons. But, yeah, um, editing is can make a movie good. Editing can make a performance good. Mm-hmm. Editing brings everything together. So yeah, no, and I mean, like any time you enjoy a performance, especially in a TV show, if you enjoy a performance in a TV show, you can thank the freaking editors, dude. Yeah, I was actually hearing your friends talk about it uh-huh. the other day because your friends do editing for. I I work in post production. Yeah, like, I work do with it. editors yeah, every day. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, uh, major props to them. So yeah, no, they 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 make it happen. So and also shouts out to uh, Lee Folsom Boyd and Dan Lebenthal who edited this film. Um, Killing it. Yeah, D- uh, Dan Lebenthal has worked on I think not every Marvel Cinematic Universe movie, but like most of them. Uh, and so, like, huge props to to that boy. Their secret weapon, kind of, yeah. Let's, I mean, he's, let's let's use him to me- edit all these amazing movies. He's worked on a lot of them. Um, cool, but uh, and same with same guy. with Lee uh, uh, as well. It looks like he's he's worked on tons. Um, but yeah, no, so super enjoyable. Um, I think this was a, a great epilogue to Endgame because it it sets up, like you say, the the new direction for this universe. You know, it kind of 
it, it sort of establishes, okay, here's where the world is at after Endgame. Here's how we're dealing with everything. And now here's kind of where we're headed in the future. Yeah, it's it's like a fresh start. Mm-hmm. Very hopeful as yeah. well. Like I'm like, I've got complete faith. Because you watch the end of Endgame, and it's like, all right, no more Iron Man. Yeah. No more Captain America. Hulk's story arc's mostly done. They might be able yeah. to do something with him. His arm's broken. Thor, I think Thor and Hulk are kind of going to be these like two... Flex players. Flex players that are like from the, like kind of tie in and yeah they just show up in other people's movies and yeah have like and they're fun like little roles. i mean hopefully i i hope they do a thor four yeah and uh but like you know th- wise four. mentor kind of people that didn't really get the spotlight mm-hmm. in previous films as a you know the smart mentor kind of people um because that was tony stark obviously and uh, captain america a little bit and now they're you know just the the older generation yeah. that's still you know in the movies and stuff so, yeah, I'm really excited for what's to come mm-hmm. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. 100%, man. 100%. No, this was this was fun. Uh any uh uh did we I can't even remember the structure of the episodes that we had. Do we give a letter rating? Oh man, yeah, we had all the criteria that we would go down and and <laughs> Oh. No, no Stanley cameo. No Stanley cameo. I didn't um, realize that till just now and I'm like I did I did really like the tribute to him. Uh, at the the, to him and Steve Ditko, I mm-hmm. I like that. You know, finally after all this time, Steve Ditko is 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 in there as well. Um, Heck yeah! But uh, yeah, it it's uh, no Stanley cameo. I'm like scrambling right now trying to find my um, my notes. Your uh, notes for what our structure was because yeah, we just talked about all this. That doesn't matter. I thought it was a, I thought it was a good podcast. Uh, the MacGuffin rating. Uh, the MacGuffin of this movie... The glasses. Was the glasses, yeah. 100% the glasses. Yeah. And that's pretty good. I mean, for an object, um, I thought it was a little strange that he gave him this multi-billion dollar network, mm-hmm. but that's the kind of the reason I was also saying that I think Spider-Man's going to kind of play that new role as like the tech guy. He was. They show him building his new suit. You mm-hmm. know, he's building new suits, and there's going to be more Spider-Man suits, so that'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, now he's got Tony Stark's billion trillion dollar yeah strategic so I'm like that's gonna be cool you know hopefully after he's done with the high school he's gonna kind of step into that role of being mm. the tech smart guy yeah I think I don't know Those it could be I thoughts. mean at least in a way I think right I think now. I'm willing to bet Reed Richards kind of takes that specific place but I'm 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 sure that Peter Parker is gonna have some interplay there where Reed Richards kind of becomes his mentor in a way. Uh, or like a new version of that where he's kind of torn between where he starts to be influenced by the ideologies of Tony Stark as well as the ideologies of Reed Richards and trying to find himself in the middle of that somewhere. I don't know. I feel like they've done a lot of, especially in this movie where mm-hmm. he's like becoming his own person and he's stepping sure. away. But from... when he goes to college, that's true. Reed, Rich- he's very Reed Richards Grant, you know, Reed Baxter University. I don't, I don't think I'd like that. I kind of like that he's in this movie, he's mm-hmm. stepping into his own. Sure. And uh, so I'm like, that'll be really cool. And he's really smart. Mm-hmm. Mysterio says, don't be afraid to yeah. be the smartest person in the room. Sure. Or whatever that line was. No, but I think there's also, I think there is also a thing of like, especially with how young he is, I think that they can perpetually keep kind of allowing him to develop more and more with each movie and allow him to always be the person who's learning, you know, yeah. and continuing to grow. I think it'll be a while before we see him as like, like Captain America, where it's like he's got it all figured out type thing. Yeah, no, he's not gonna have it all figured out, but he's kind of mm. stepping into his own and being like the the tech guy. Yeah, and then we'll have uh, I don't know Reed Richards 
down the line. Who mm-hmm. knows how long that's going to take? Oh, and then I, who are the other smart people in the universe? We got uh, Amadeus Cho. Uh, no, no, no. I mean, in, oh, the, in the MCU, MCU, we got Black Panther's sister. Black Panther's sister, who is Shuri. Little, really smart. More smart than I think they For should sure. have made her right off the bat. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I like I, I, I like I like Shuri a lot. Um, but yeah, there's there's no, Shuri. I love Shuri, but. There's Shuri, there's, you would have Reed Richards. I think we'll have a Fantastic Four movie within the next three years. I hope um, so. I really hope so. Yeah. Uh, we'll have Reed Richards. John with John Krasinski? Exactly. Oh, yeah. My gosh. I I hope they do that. Yeah. Now that they did J. Jonas Jameson with J.K. Mm-hmm. Simmons, I'm like, I have a little bit more faith that like maybe they yeah. actually, actually do that. And then you've got Bruce Banner. Yeah, but, yeah, that's why I said he's going to be like the older mentor. Yeah. He's kind of done being the Hulk, especially now that he's crippled. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, I mean, I think his arm will repair. It's no, they slim. said um, the oh, directors. Like done? There was uh, I don't know if it's how accurate it is, like you know, internet, mm-hmm. Facebook. But they they were saying like, yeah, they're, he's going to have to deal with the fact that he now has a crippled arm. Interesting. Like I don't know how crippled it's going to be. Yeah, but like, and that's actually interesting. It's it's kind of a thing of like you know, if you're the Hulk, but then you kind of lose a lot of your sort of thing that makes you powerful. Um, well, he's a lefty now. It's true. Uh, best performance in this movie. I'm gonna say Tom Holland. This is really good audio chase. People are loving hearing this. I don't know. I liked it all. Because I was on, like, I'm like, I love Jake Gyllenhaal. I love Tom Holland's performance. I even, I really liked Zendaya. Yeah. She she didn't get a whole lot of. I mean, she did, but mm-hmm. like not compared to the other two. Um, I want to say I want to say Zendaya is rising star in this movie, but at the oh same yeah, time, like, she's that. she's got an HBO show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, she's not rising. But I I almost want to say it though because I think like literally, there's no one else. It's very small cast. Yeah, I mean, I, I think like Betsy Brandt you could say is a good rising star in this movie. Who's that? Um, she she's the blonde girl. Yeah, the blonde girl. Um, is that the actress name or the character's name? The character's name. <laughs> uh, I I don't know the actress name. Um, I can look it up, but. I also actually I do want to give a shout out Martin Starr. I thought Martin Starr did a great job in this movie. He's the teacher. Uh, a he, lot. He does good in all, and the the other one too. He he did well in Homecoming, but like I I think he's he always plays a character that's a little flat in his delivery, and in this movie he's all over the freaking place, but like in a good way. He does good. Um, what about his performance in the Hulk, Incredible Hulk? <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. He's played he's two got, characters. He's in got pizza. Um, oh, and and Angry Rice played Betsy Brandt. I think she's a good rising star, but I do think this is the year where like Zendaya becomes one of the biggest stars in the world. Yeah, she's already she's she's very big already. Yeah, but I think yeah this is this is her year. You said Euphoria is really good. I, yeah. I'm gonna I want to check that out. But I she, think she was in uh, Greatest Showman. She's amazing she was. in that, and she she's been like I think she was like a Disney Channel star for a while before it. But I think this is where she she's, was. She was on uh, Dance Show. There you go. I remember watching it, and there was the two of them, mm-hmm. and uh, the one the redheaded girl. What's her name? She's very no idea. Bella Thorne. Sure. Yeah, you know Bella Thorne. Apparently, she leaked her own nudes because some hacker. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. She did. Yeah. I, but good, I remember she was the big star, and Zendaya was the new star. And I was like, I bet you, they switch, and Zendaya mm-hmm. is going to be really big. And Zendaya went huge. No, I think I think she is like as terrific. of this year, she'll be like as big as Jennifer Lawrence was as her peak at her peak. Like I think suddenly yeah. Zendaya is just going to be the biggest star. And in the world. she's really good. I really like her. Yeah. Um and so I I could I could almost say that she'd be a rising star here, but I, I really like Tom Holland's performance in this movie. Yeah, I, I agree. Tom job. Holland, um, Jake Gyllenhaal does really good, but I think Tom Holland, yeah, takes it. Um, villain rating a ten out of yeah. five. 
stars. I'd say maybe eh, A minus. When he when he has the turn, it's a little cheesy at a certain point. But, okay, yeah. But um, I would say 99% because that, that only <laughs> takes off like half a percentage. 99.5. Because it was like, yeah, that was like where he goes, you and you. But that whole scene was pretty cheesy. And, and then just, yeah, the, the all, all the exposition. Um but that's uh, not his fault. He did sure he did amazing. Mid credits rating. That was um, uh, J.K. Simmons coming back as J. Jonah Jameson. That's that's a hell of a mid credit scene. Was that the mid? Yeah. What was the, what was the last one? Because the post was was um, the scrolls. Oh, that's right. Um, yes, ten out that's of 10. ten out of ten. That was sick. Credits. And yeah. it's like, oh, we talked about how amazing it's going to be. Yeah. And uh, for the post credit, seven out of ten. Solid. Shows some new stuff. You know, yeah, crazy. Set something that up, it yeah. was like, every, yeah, like I said when we, I walked out, I was like, everything in that movie was fake. Yeah, it was like bad guy pretending, and then freaking. It's all about misinformation. No Nick Fury, and it makes sense. It's why. so topical, man. In today's world, nobody knows what's true. Nobody knows what's real. It's it's a perfect movie for today. Uh, so so, so we're done. I've been waiting to eat these. Oreos. Those Oreos. I think we're done. Uh, thanks everyone Opening for tuning Oreos. in. Uh, crinkling thank all that you. paper. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, uh, thank you for sticking along with us. We've got uh, new. Uh, Sorry, the Oreo is so good. <laughs> you want one? I got a whole pack. I'm good, man. Or you go ahead and do your plugs. I'm gonna eat some Oreos. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, we've got a new season coming. Um, it's what is the DC universe? Where we try to decode and figure out what the ideal of a DC universe is based on all the evidence that they've given us over the their years in film. Uh, not just the Zack Snyder universe, but the universes that have come before, the failures to launch that have that have come before that. So it'll be a really fun exploration. We hope you join us for that, um, as well as the uh, the new series that we have coming forward. Um, want to thank everyone for rating and reviewing the show. We've gotten a lot of really positive ratings. Um, we've gotten some reviews that haven't been as positive, but uh, that's that's to be expected when we do twenty two episodes over the course of uh, thirty days. That was uh, that was quite a thing. Oh, come on, man! We tried our hardest. We tried our hardest. Uh, so so shout out to the people who uh, who have re- reviewed us since we started the um, Endgame series. Let's we'll go ahead and shout them out. Uh, one review from Chase DV, spelled different than your name. With an S? Uh, yeah, with an S. Uh, this That's is a normal way, so mine's, <laughs> mine's unique. Yours is weird. Um, there says, uh, it's a five-star rating. Thank you very much. Uh, the title says, Their Avengers episodes are amazing uh, to listen to leading up to Endgame. Uh, got brought here from Reddit, and I'm usually skeptical on new podcasts, but I instantly liked these guys. They're funny, have insightful commentary, and good chemistry. Chase, we have good chemistry. Woo-hoo-hoo. Does that mean we're going to fuck? No. Damn it. Well, you can't have my Oreos. Um, no doubt this will be a successful podcast one day. One day, Chase. We can keep one our fingers day. crossed. One day. Um, one day. This one uh, uh, has a series of random letters. It's a two-star rating, uh, and the title is Bros. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh, pretty the best one. <laughs> pretty oh. decent show, but that Avengers episode goes way off the rails. Has Marta seen the movie? Why all the rambling? Maybe take a day and watch the movie you're reviewing. Not sure anybody cares where and when you saw the movie for the first time or with what bro I've heard tighter podcasts. I don't think we ever came into this show going, this is the tightest podcast you'll ever listen to. We, we play it pretty fast and loose. And yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, I think we'll be the first to admit that Avengers episode, we were very tired and exhausted from recording all of our episodes. Yeah, no, uh, and I, I, I agree. I don't know if Marta saw the movie or not. She but did, she watched it afterwards. No, she did. She did see the movie, 
but she also ha- she didn't like, act like it. had no sleep and uh she works very hard she does work very hard yeah she, yeah uh shout out to marta shout out to marta gone in 60 seconds there you go gone in 60 seconds our sister show sick it's all about nicholas cage so you'll love it um yeah, no, Marta, and we talked about it on the Captain Marvel episode, too. Marta was like, I was so tired. Um, she was exhausted. But yeah, sure. It was a mess of an episode. We did 22 of them. We're allowed. <laughs> yeah, give us a break, bro. Um, yeah, come on, bro. Um, I mean, at least it wasn't a one star. He gave us two stars. So at least there's something there he likes. Yeah. We're best friends We're not with him. complete trash. <laughs> uh, this one coming from uh, J.R. Shabadoo, who was a longtime listener. He was a, he was a big listener on Savage Land. He's, he's been around uh, for a long time with this this feed. Um, he says, a new day. He said, good to see a form of the podcast back. Hopefully you guys uh, could get the Savage Land gang back together for one more episode. Uh, we will at some point. Matt and Rachel, there's no drama with Matt and Rachel and me. Uh, we're all good friends. It's just Rachel moved far away from Matt, and Matt's got a lot of life stuff happening and, and was burnt out on geek things. So, uh, But at some point, we're, we're going to do uh, some stuff with the Savage Land crew on this podcast. So fear not, Savage Land listeners. Um, anyway, the review continues. Either way, I love the idea of this run-up to Endgame. Uh, just gets us more pumped. I was very psyched uh, for the Winter Soldier episode. It's still my favorite MCU as well. Uh, maybe I missed it, but I was waiting for someone to bring up the elevator scene before we get started. Does anyone want to get out? So cool, Cap. So cool. We didn't talk about the elevator scene. We missed a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, in every episode. Like, every time we got done, I was like, oh, my God, crap. We missed We missed this. We missed some pretty big stuff, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, but, think, yeah, sorry. We did love that scene, though. <laughs> that amazing. was a great scene. Perfect scene. Uh, thank you for the four-star review, uh, J.R. Shabadoo. Uh, and then this one coming from Richard Hand, a three-star review, says, uh, Okay, the hosts are a bit dim-witted, but the conversations are light and inoffensive. Dim-witted? How dare he? We are oh two intellectual gentlemen. We are scholars and, and saints. Yeah, that's rude. We are experts, Chase. You're 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 an actor, and I work in television. We're experts. We know on all what this we're stuff. talking. We about. We know what we're talking about a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Um, but thank you. And we, we did get like I don't know something like a dozen other ratings that didn't have reviews attached to them since we started the Endgame series. So I want to thank everyone for for rating and reviewing. It certainly brought a lot of new uh, listeners to this feed. Um, and so yeah, thank you for everyone who's who's joining the the, the show. Our Endgame episode is still like constantly getting listened to um it's that Sick. one yeah that one and then the infinity war episode that you were on but from the savage land because i left all those episodes up oh yeah and so the infinity war episode from the savage land and then the end game episode from that might be cool are the two most popular episodes on the feed cool. and they're still getting listened to constantly and so shouts to everyone uh finding us through those episodes um or who found us through up those episodes um and yeah thank you for rating and reviewing uh if you have any friends who you think would like the show share it with them let them know if you got any geeky friends, or if you see any podcast threads on, on like, if you're on Reddit and someone's like, what's the best podcast for a comic book nerd? Shout us out on there. I know, okay, uh, Jerry Seinfeld. <laughs> what's the deal with what's podcasts? What's the deal with these comic book podcasts? Um, it's a really good Seinfeld. No one tell me how bad it is. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I've found a ton of great podcasts from random Reddit threads, uh, and I'm sure a lot of people listening have, have done the same. So if you see a thread out there and someone's asking for something that you think might uh, fit this show feel free to shout it out um anyway you can find more bonus episodes on patreon patreon.com slash that might be cool uh we are uh we're starting to gear up a lot more stuff for that now that chase is in la and able to record things 
Uh, welcome to Hollywood. I'm Hollywood here, Chase. buddy. Thank you. It'll be it'll be the Chase vlog of of of. Uh, I'm an actor now, and here's what what up, fam. This is what I'm doing here in L.A. I gotta act. Like, I'm a, I gotta be like Flash, filming yeah, exactly. myself everywhere everywhere I go all the time. That's, um, the, that's the new me. <laughs> you can find us on social media at that might be cool on every social media network. Um, you can find me at Jason Halftones on every social media network. Are you High Speed Chase on Twitter? I have uh oh Twitter. I don't tweet. You don't tweet. I mean, what what did uh, Marta say? Tweeter. 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 That's how I say it. You are at High Speed Chase though on Twitter and on uh... on Instagram. Uh, I have two Instagrams. Um, I have my new LA one. It's oh, just yeah, it's... my name. It's just uh, Chase Anderson with an S before it because my real yeah. name is Shad. S Chase Anderson was taken. Yeah. So if you want to follow, I'll probably be using that one a little bit more. High Speed Chase was my Utah one. So now I'm LA actor. Because because yeah that one's that one's like your it's like your professional one now you're no you're no longer high speed yeah so it's just a bunch of pictures of of me and I don't know I gotta start I gotta learn how to do it I will try I will try so <laughs> if you want to follow me if you don't I, I still I learning totally this don't. actor game uh, yeah mine's just drawings and random movie thoughts um, also I've been doing Letterboxed uh, lately if anyone's into Letterboxed I'm on there at that might be cool um, just reviewing movies I'll have a review up for uh, for this one it's no, they're not actual reviews it's like I just give a rating and then a quick one line but it's a fun time i'm, I'm cool. really enjoying that app it's a good time so, anyway uh thanks for rating reviewing uh and uh stay tuned to the feed because we will have uh, our new mini series what is the dc universe coming very soon did i think i ate too many oreos but i'm gonna keep eating some you want some dude you're getting fat you're not gonna get any rolls this way uh, I'll, I'll get some rolls you can get oreo commercials give me the new fat thor Woo! yeah dude <laughs> body goals <laughs> later that might be cool.com. You never know. <laughs>